Start of another week, AJ and McCall on VFX. It is Monday morning. How's everybody doing? Good. Uh, be careful, by the way. So it's- obviously weather news comes up in like 20 minutes, but our parking lot, which is normally, I'm not going to say, it's normally well taken care of, not to make it sound bad, but it's like a sheet of ice. And I know I was just driving in. It's some just, of the main roads yeah. aren't bad, but some of the other roads have not been. It's pretty slick. Yeah. Out uh, Highway 30 is pretty slick. I'll pull up some road conditions real quick and we'll let you know. Because I know Highway 30 on my way in was pretty slick. It had a little bit of icy spots um, throughout. I know the road that I normally take in was really pretty slick also. So if you are heading through, let's see. Wellsville to Sardine, you got some slush, slushy, slushy roads. Uh, Logan Canyon, you got patchy snow. It's still snowing. So if you're heading that way, be safe. Yeah, Give yourself extra time. Yeah, it's- always, always. It was really slick yesterday. They ended up closing Sardine Canyon. I don't know if you saw that or not. I did, and yeah. it doesn't surprise me because it, it did not stop snowing here yesterday. You know, and it, like... This whole entire season, I haven't even seen Sardine Canyon being closed. Do you know what I mean? I haven't seen a point where Sardine Canyon's been closed. But it was it was slick yesterday. I mean, I almost I almost got in a car accident and I almost died. I don't really know if I almost died. But I slid like I was driving on I-15 and I was only going like 55, which sucked. It was slick, but fifty-five is still not a slow speed. Just in case you're curious, it's eighty. I understand what the speed limit is, but saying I was only going fifty-five. Thank you for that. So anyway, I ended up getting like pulled into a semi, basically, and so I started to slowly transition out of the semi, and the road just pulled me across two lanes of traffic, almost into the median. Sort of sucked. That would not have been fun. I was on the phone with Dustin because it's on the Bluetooth speaker. And I was on the phone with him. And I just told him, I was like, if I die right now, I love you. Because I had no control. It was scary. I'm glad you're all right. So I got off the road and then I went to uh, the old highway. So way from a call to drag down the whole morning. She's okay, though, so that's good news. I'm dragging down the whole dragging morning. All My Because I was going to say thank you to everyone that came out for our birthday, but now I can't because McCall's just killed the whole morning. Oh, mood, my right? gosh. So set the tone for the morning. With wow. Way to let somebody and, just adjust your entire energy. Sorry and sad. It yeah, zapped it all. Seriously, the big thanks to everyone that, uh, that came out for our birthday party first off. Big thanks to everyone that... Was there? We had. I know we had some uh, some people who didn't pick up their tickets. We tried to do what we could to tell you you still could come get them. I know that we had pretty full house. So hey, some people still have other things going on. It was awesome. It uh, was way fun. Big thanks, of course, to Levens for decking me out because I was in my suit. Utah Theater, of course, for having us. Uh, Randall Bagley, who's a comedian. Scott Andrews, a mentalist. Big thanks to them. They were great. They were amazing. People were talking to us after the show, especially about Scott, going, how did he do that? And we still don't know. It's, he's amazing. And then, of course, uh, big thanks to Macy's, Cox Honeyland, Comfort Research, Express Employment Professionals, Basket Hub, Morty's. All of them were uh, there. They gave us prizes. They helped out. Big thanks to H&R Block, who we couldn't have done the party without. 
A big thanks to our staff as well. Denise and Tyler were filming all night long. The Utah Theater staff was very helpful backstage and filming and doing the sound stuff. Uh, our staff was was helping with presents and coordinating people getting sit down. Thank you all around. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. It, it was really amazing to see an idea that we put together come to life. So now we know next time we want to do something, we, I think, have something to build off of and also have some credibility, I think, when VFX says, okay, let's do this this time. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much to all those that were a part of it. Also, get another chance to win. And actually, speaking of our birthday party, a chance to be part of our Drop the Mic. They got postponed to today. We'll get into that, both of those, this hour, actually. We'll get into 411, get this morning going. McCall's got that after uh, Justin Bieber, who's next. We've also got new music from Halsey and Big Sean. That is this hour. We are off and running. It's another week. Birthday's over. No birthday hangovers here. It's AJ McCall on VFX. Well, Biebs is still doing his working out after everything broke down with Selena Gomez. he I think he's trying to keep active. At least sources are saying he's keeping active just because he wants to keep his mind off of it, which makes sense. Some yeah, of course. When you're distracted or upset, should be the, um, not that I'm one to give advice on working out, but should be when you stick to it most. Yeah, because then you end up like... I don't know, holding on to it more. Anyway, so he ended up going hiking and going running and whatever else. Of course, he's not wearing a shirt because he's Justin Bieber. Always. Yeah. McCall, sometimes to solve a problem, you got to take your shirt off. Fair. Okay. I get that. So Kesha is out going to, she was getting onto a flight in LAX and ended up She's wearing some shorts, and you can actually see her scar on her knee from her surgery that she just had right. for her ACL. Ouch. Super ouch. It doesn't look like it's enjoyable, but it's good because she's she's walking. She's holding on to, I don't know who that is, but he's buff. <laughs> Bodyguard, maybe? She dating not. Nah, she's not, right? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so, but yeah, he's he is... Big dude. He could probably just like smack someone and they'd pass out and die. Did she put an ad out for someone sturdy to lean on? I don't know. It's possible. Maybe. So Bella Thorne is wearing a massive diamond ring and a massive emerald ring. She dropped $100,000 with her boyfriend, Maud son at a jewelry store. Ended up getting these gigantic rings. I... They're, and they're not... They're clearly not like on a ring finger or anything. They're just on the hand. $100,000. Boop. There you go. Unnecessary. <laughs> That's a lot of lot of dollars. And Pink is apologizing to fans because she had to cancel her Detroit concert because she is still battling the flu. Now, she had to cancel um, her concert in Montreal also, and then she had to cancel her concert in Detroit because she's just sick. When you're sick, you just have to take some time off. That's something that I learned like two weeks ago because I was super sick and I felt horrible because I had to keep canceling going to the gym. But it's like you just have to take care of yourself. So, Pink, we're proud of you. We're proud of you. That's the 411 this hour. New music, Halsey Big Sean on VFX called Alone. I really like like Stefan Don's verse 
that she does in there. Mm-hmm. She's so good. I like her. It's like a like reggae vibe to it. More of a reggae sound, and I dig it. You know, it's funny. Uh, I don't know because we. I feel like maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. I feel like recently there's been a lot of songs that come out with alone in the title, and they've been very much. I'm gonna say stripped down, but you know, sad songs. That one just moves. It just the groove. It just different. grooves really it grooves well. Differently. You're right. I like it. I agree. It's new music always, always on VFX 94.5, 98.3. Now we're gonna take a look at local news and weather with AJ and McCall. Brought to you by Logan Extermination. Now, if you're at my birthday party, my opening joke was about how one of the things that bugs me in Utah when I first got here, especially, was how people don't lock anything. Yep. Back McCall and I have done a whole topic on, on our show asking people, do you lock your doors? Do you lock your cars? Well, police are reminding citizens that it takes vigilant effort to keep from becoming a victim of thieves. Not just locking your homes and vehicles, but also you got to not present opportunities. So if you... Logan City Police Chief Gary Jensen said... You need to think like a criminal. He said, if you leave your purse on a front seat, it's not a matter of just locked doors. It's a matter of an opportunity. You may end up being a victim based on the theft, but also a victim based on the broken window. Yeah, hide it. So think about it. It's not just locking your doors. It's, you know, hiding your purses, stuff stuff like that. You can read more about what uh, Police Chief Gary Jensen said. On our website, cvdaily.com. So yesterday, Sardine Canyon ended up getting closed for a period of like an hour and 15 minutes-ish. Ish. Uh, Utah Highway Highway Patrol Trooper was hit while he was investigating a crash in Sardine Canyon yesterday. He said, uh, let's see, Lieutenant Lee Perry said that Sergeant Cade Brenchley was outside the vehicle between Big Curve and the mouth of the canyon checking in accident victims uh, on accident victims when he was struck by another motorist. He said that he pulled up to a car that had slid off the road and another car that was on its side. And as he got to the patrol vehicle, he started to walk up in the first car that had slid off the road. At about 14 minutes after five, he got hit by the other car, lost control, slid into him. Uh, but they said that he was really in good spirits about it. He was okay. He said he couldn't remember being hit, but he still had a sense of humor. The Lieutenant Perry said that, in fact, he was joking with me and asked if he could get his college paper done bef- because it was due while he was in the hospital. He was like, I got to get my college paper done. But there was 14 cars that ended up sliding off. If I'm reading this right, six crashes, five slide offs, and then all sorts of other people sliding off within 20 minute period. No one else was hurt, which is good, but it did end up closing Sardine Canyon, which sucks. And if you are, if you're driving, I mean, you can read more about that at cvdaily.com. But if you are driving right now and you're heading heading out wellsville to sardine canyon you got some slush if you're heading over highway 30 i know when i came in over valley view it was okay there was some slick spots through there a couple of little slushy areas but it wasn't horrible if that makes sense does that make sense that it's not horrible yes that sentence makes sense okay um but anyway, if you're driving out, that's that's kind of what you're looking at. Road conditions, pretty slushy, some patchy snow, a couple of icy spots, but be careful. 24 degrees at 626 in the Logan area. And in the forecast, I'm going to give you the road conditions. In the forecast, 45 is a high today. It's supposed to see some sun. Yeah. Uh, tonight, clear with a low around 25. This week, highs 50 and above. Could see some rain return Wednesday. Mm-hmm. 
Other than that, it looks like we're going to minus maybe some sprinkles here and there. Over the next week and a half, we're supposed to get a break at least from the showers, according to the forecast right now. A lot of clouds, though, but it'll be nice to see the weather warm back up. Could see some uh, 60s maybe this weekend, definitely in the forecast for next week. Yeah. Local weather and news brought to you by Logan Extermination. Don't butcher your trees. Have a pro do it. Now it's time to get your trees pruned, especially once you take a look at them frozen. I'm like, eh, maybe I had to trim those. Call Logan Extermination at 752-8450. AJ and McCall on VFX. Now, if you saw, if you got to the, the birthday party Saturday, a little early, you might have saw McCall and myself wandering around with a piece of paper, having people write some things down. So normally we do our Drop the Mic podcast on Friday, but with our birthday party, we postponed it to today. And so what we're doing is we're collecting people's favorite memories of VFX and including we'll hopefully get our staff, a few of our staff members in here who've been here throughout VFX's 20 years maybe to share some of theirs. But we want you to participate too. So we had people write down some of theirs, but we don't want to. You know, we don't want you to miss out if you we didn't get to you before we had to get ready for you know to get on stage and kick off the whole shindig. Yeah. So, what's your favorite VFX memory over the twenty years that it's existed? Could be anything. Could be this past year that McCall and I've been on. Maybe it was ten years ago. Maybe there you have a great story about how you found VFX or. Man, we've found. I've found some really good, really good stories from some of the people at the party. Yeah. See? So good. But we don't want to miss yours. So share your memory because it'll be featured in our Drop the Mic podcast, which we'll be doing later today. Yeah. And you can comment on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Utah's VFX. You can text 68255. Just start your text with VFX. Or you can call 435-787-0945. Now you're going to want that number because actually you have a chance to win one last prize from our birthday party. Mm-hmm. You got to be listed for a super special word. And if we'll, you saw the video, you'll know. It is on Facebook. Yep. But we'll we'll give you some details after David Guetta. You, you're not going to win this hour. Let's just, you're not going to win this hour. We're just going to get you caught up in case, you know, you had a crazy weekend. The, party, the birthday party was off the hook. But you got one more chance. One more chance to win one last birthday party prize today, this morning. We'll get in that after David Guetta in about three and a half minutes. AJ and McCall on VFX. AJ and McCall on VFX. So here's the deal. We got one last chance for you to win via our birthday party. Yeah. There was one prize held back. Yeah. And it's a one-night state anniversary in. Now, if you watched the Facebook Live video where McCall and I thanked everyone, we mentioned it. You were at the birthday party. You might have got a little bit of a gist of it. So we're giving everybody one chance. So we're going to tell you what the word you have to listen for because that's what you have to do. You listen for the word. When you hear it sometime later this morning, it's not going to be this hour, you got to be the first caller at 435-787-0945. Yeah. Okay, McCall. One and only time they get the freebie word. No, we're not telling them. They can watch our video. Fine. It's a secret. That's the whole point of like doing it at the party. So it was the... Party. I tried everybody. I tried. See, now everybody, McCall tried to convince everybody at the party that I was no fun. See, McCall. You got to watch the Facebook Live video. It was after, it would be Saturday night. It would be after our party. So probably about 8.30-ish is about the time the Facebook Live video was, I think. Maybe mm-hmm. a little bit earlier than that. Mm-hmm. It's mentioned in there. There's a super special word you got to be listening for this morning. 435-787-0945 is the number to call. 
So before we get into uh, favorite memories of VFX, what we're talking about this hour, because we're going to do a very special Drop the Mic podcast. You can share yours on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. You can text us, 68255. Start text with VFX. Include your name. iPod Idol's going on. I know it kind of this week maybe got lost in the shuffle a little bit because you know I had to open the show and we want to take the focus off that because it was probably by far our biggest punishment to date. I think. I mean, you could decide. We had uh, some of our best ones running ahead of the show. Mm-hmm. I got to watch myself get pied in the face multiple times. It was, it was awesome. But uh, there is iPod Idol going on. So McCall, let us re- refresh everyone's memories in case you know we all it was all full steam ahead with the birthday party. What what are we doing this week for iPod Idol? So this week, whoever loses is going to have to wear a uh, Easter Bunny costume. Give give presents out sometime this week. Going to help out Mr. Bunny. Yeah. So that will be happening this week. And uh, it'll be funny. Uh, I think early votes. I'm double checked this weekend because we we're early so votes are AJ's winning. Yeah, but I'm it, like not even. People close. of course asked about when we after the show, me doing the stand up comedy thing. We're asking about that. And people make a joke because the joke is I never win. I got a couple of those, and as McCall put it, I just I end up doing the big ones. We come up with something big for whatever reason. I lose that one. McCall is down now. I believe she's correct. So she might end up doing all the costume ones. Who knows? Probably. So watch the video of us doing it was uh, Khalid Young Dumb and Broke. We had to we had to sing the drums. It was beatboxing happening this past Friday. It's on uh, Utah's VFX on Facebook and utahsvfx.com. You can watch and vote for who is the best drums. Yeah. So McCall, we obviously haven't been around for all VFX's twenty years, but I, I'm curious as to your take on. Um, your take on the favorite memory just because you have been around in Utah and lived in Utah. So I'm curious as if you have maybe some favorite memories even before you or I got to VFX. Yeah. So growing up, do you want me to tell them right now or are we going to talk yeah, about it maybe, a little bit? maybe one or two. So I feel like you got a couple. Yeah, I do. I thought so. So one of my favorite things growing up, honestly, Weenie Wednesday, loved it. It was always something that I wanted to be a part of and never got the opportunity to because I was always at volleyball practice when it was going on because it was during the summer. And so we'd have long days on Wednesdays. That stinks. And so I never got to be a part of Weenie Wednesday. So it was so sad. So probably being able to actually be a part of Weenie Wednesday when I very first started here was one of my favorite things. Yeah, because it's what we always do. Yeah. So it was awesome. One of my absolute... I think that's one of my favorite memories. One of my overarching favorite memories of VFX is the fact that I used to listen growing up. Right. And so being able to be on the same station that I used to listen to is actually really cool. There are very many memories of things that past on-air personalities have done also that I'm a big fan of that we'll get into in a little bit. Okay. But right now, those are the couple of things, as cheesy and corny as it sounds. But didn't sound cheesy and corny at all. Oh, well, that's good. But honestly, those are the things that I've been really, I mean, grateful for, I guess you could say. I like it. Me too. I thought it was very, very touching. Cheesy. Got it. It was very touching. It was not cheesy. What are your favorite VFX memories? Uh, Mine, of course, will be from this past 15 months that I've been here. McCall's will be interesting to have her take a survey 
of the time that she's listened to now that she's been a part of it. But share yours with us. It's going to be featured a very special uh, Drop the Mic that we're going to do today. Your memory will be. We already collected a bunch during uh, the birthday party, but we want to make sure to get all those great stories. So what is your favorite VFX memory? You can share on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. What is your favorite VFX memory? Because with us now finishing on the backside of celebrating 20 years, we do a very special Drop the Mic podcast, which features a lot of people's favorite memories. Because while McCall and I may be whatever phrase you want to use, I think our consultant calls We're us noobs. the quarterbacks of the station. Oh, okay. Whoa, squeaky mic. No. What were you going to say? That was a squeaky, squeaky Before mic. Before the squeaky mic. I, well, I said, I said noobs. You said, while well, our consultant calls us noobs. Me and for then sure. you said quarterbacks. And then I was like, okay. Wrong term. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't know where we were going with it. Didn't know. <laughs> anyway. I'm sticking with noobs. While we may be steering the ship, supposedly. I you throw me off now, McCall. I don't even remember what's going I'm with sorry. it. I'm sorry. What what so what what's your favorite memory? That's right. And I remember while we may be the ones leading the station, we're not the only ones who create the story for the station. And, and truly, we mentioned this during our show. Truly, we don't get to you don't get to be around for twenty years. The station doesn't unless you people like you. People want you around for twenty years. So right. you're just as much people listening are just as much part of the history of VFX. So, what are your favorite memories? Maybe there's a story. We missed or a story that we can, I, I mean, I want all the great stories. It's going to be part of our drop the mic podcast. We do today, a special edition of it. So McCall let us into this break by saying there's some things that pass on her personalities have done or said that yeah. you remember such as. Well, there was one time when I was in high school, I ended up adding one of the on-air personalities on Facebook, uh -oh. and they added me back. Oh, and so then I was like, "Oh my gosh, they added me! I'm so excited!" Yeah, I think Thinking it was, about was that it now? KT. I think it was KT Kelly. Uh huh. When he was on, how does that? How, so I'm um, not to not to deny it's not a great memory. I totally get it. But how does it feel now on the backside? Now that you're the the honor person that people add, it's interesting. I mean, I kind of just accept when people just add me. It's like okay, cool, boop. Right. So it's kind of interesting. To be in that side of things. But it was just really cool. Because, I mean, it it led up to... Like, I've had conversations with him before. Uh -huh. um, more so recently. More so when I was trying to look for work from Vernal. Right. And so I had conversations with him, which was cool. But it led led to having a good, good person to talk to. Or something like that. Um, there was also a bit that was done. That was one of my favorites. That was done when I was in high school and it would happen whenever I was just getting done. I think just at like volleyball practice or going to work or something, but it mm -hmm. was the, it was the 420 funny right. with Mo, which was one of my favorite bits that they had done. I just remember, I remember the, like the imaging for it. Uh -huh. So like the liner thing that went into it and it was my favorite because it was the same voice guy. We had the same guy on and I just remember having a whole bunch of laughter and it would say something like, 
now it's it's the 420 funny with Mo. And then it would go into it and it would just be like a little comedy snippet. Right. And then the thing that went out of it just said something like the 420 funny with Mo. Because everything's funny at 420. And it said on Utah's. And then someone laughed. VFX. It was really good. I loved it. Cool. <laughs> it's funny to watch McCall geek out about this. It was so cool. Cause- it's crazy. Because I've seriously listened to this station since I was... I think I was in like sixth grade was when I first started listening to VFX. Right. It was when I found out that there was more than country music that existed. And... I'm very proud of that. Thank you. So it was super cool. It was just like listening to VFX was kind of cool because it just kind of established who I was going to be for the rest of my life. So reflecting over the past 20 years is kind of a neat thing, especially being in the position that I can reflect about it on air. Yeah. Well, I more than wanting McCall to just share so because my memories are going to be recently the dumb stuff like the I'm never going to forget getting pied in the face or proposing Mostly because iPod Idol is going to be a big part of my memories because it's some of the craziest things we've done. Yeah. Uh, there's sayings that I love. Uh, it's really funny to me when <laughs> either uh, any of the one of us, because I think it's when we laugh the hardest, but one of either me and when I say us, I mean McCall, myself or producer Butters, because we spent a lot of time together working on the morning show. But whenever we get mad for no reason, because there's just there's times in it like. Uh, I think it was Friday. I was talking to producer Butters about something, and he 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 warned us coming in. He was on one to begin with, but there's just there's a snap and there's some comments. And then if if it's not like if producer Butters snaps and makes his comments and he's not mad at me, it's probably going to be the funniest thing I hear all morning long. Yeah, because he just loses it. Um, <laughs> our first taco trek together that was fun was a lot of fun. Despacito was really back, popular. So he was in a lot of pain driving around with mm-hmm. us. Oh, gosh. Uh, McCall's, this story's come up a lot recently as we talked about. McCall's first day is still really funny with me. The fact that she didn't get to eat pizza. She didn't, at the place that we went to eat pizza. Yeah, I was mad. <laughs> oh. I like pizza. I like it. It's delicious. What what is your favorite VFX memory? Share with us. It's gonna be featured in a very very special drop the mic podcast we do later today. Comment on Facebook Utah's VFX. You can text as well six eight two five five. The number to start with. Just start your text with VFX. Make sure to include your name. What's your favorite favorite VFX memory? AJ and McCall on VFX. Continue to share your favorite memories of VFX on our Facebook page. Be featured in a special. Drop the mic uh, later today that we record. And speaking of favorite memories, hitting uh, 6,600 was awesome. Facebook likes. We did that on Friday. You mm-hmm. know, we're always trying to boost our likes. We give away prizes every 100 Facebook likes. We give away a Serenoni blanket every 500 Facebook likes. So get to Utah's VFX. Click like if you haven't already on Facebook. So apparently, uh, there was a leak data leak among facebook and it is uh led to a put together a list of exactly how much all your passwords are worth to the people who want to get them in dollars which i gotta be honest kind of a little disappointed in the prices Meh. some of them i mean uh, i'm not i'm not too disappointed in it because i'm like eh. 
makes it less valuable Does for it make me? A con- do you make you contemplate like, oh, well... Now, see, because the top uh, the top six it li- well six is all everything. The top five it lists here. I I have a PayPal. I don't remember what it is, but like Gmail, Facebook. I got those two. That's really all they're worth. Kind of disappointing a little bit, isn't it? Eh. It makes me f- makes me feel more sturdy and more I, I kind of confident agree with in you. my stuff. Like, eh, yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Take it. We'll get into it. So there's a list put together of what exactly on the dark web your passwords are worth. And we have a question about how many passwords you have. And again, of course, let me just preface this because just in case anybody's freaking out, we're not going to ask you for your password. What's that saying always? VFX will never ask you for your password. If you ever hear us ask you for your password, it's a scam. Or whatever that saying is. Yes. You know, the banks or whatever always tell you that no one will ever ask you for your password over the phone or whatever. I was counting on you, banker. Let's count on you. We'll have to refresh McCall's banking knowledge. We'll get into that. We got four on one next. So Kesha is out flying, I think, for the first time since she went underwent her ACL surgery. I don't think we've really seen her since then. Maybe? No, I don't think so, because she heard it, that she went into surgery. And then I don't think she went to like the Oscars or anything. I, I think she's pretty well just been... Was recuperating. That, did she hurt her knee? Is after the Grammys, right? It was she's in at the February. Grammys. Yeah, that was afterwards. Okay, yeah, I think so. I don't think we've seen her since she hurt her knee. So, first time I think she's at LAX. She's wearing some super cute boots, by the way. <laughs> They've actually got a heel on them, which is pretty impressive for walking around with heels on Ooh. after you just had ACL surgery. Yeah. So, anyway, she's got this cut. On her knee, you can see it and all that good stuff. So glad that she's healing. Glad that she's getting better. Uh, Pink is apologizing to fans because she had to cancel her Detroit concert. She's still battling the flu. Now, she canceled her concert in Montreal also. So this is the second one that she's had to cancel because of the flu. But girl, take time off. You go breathe. You get better. It's like the only thing that's important is like your health. For real. Plus, as we've, if you noticed all this, uh, over the weekend, especially the East Coast, I know the Midwest got a, some decent snow too. Uh-huh. I don't know about Detroit, but East Coast got pounded. So, well, you're just, sick. Mm. Yeah, you take some time off. Yeah, Justin Timberlake had to cancel his concert at Madison Square Garden right. Friday night. I think. I think so. I think it was on Friday. So it's like just because of the snow is why he had to cancel it. I think he just didn't want people getting hurt. Coming out to his concert, which is reasonable. Smart. I think, I think that's fair. So he said that he'd postpone it. Uh, Kylie Jenner posted a throwback selfie to her post or pre-baby body, saying that they were her summer goals. Well, you know, I'm sure she'll get there. I'm sure she will. With all of the money, they can pay a personal trainer to help her get all of the stuff going. Yep. Yeah. What McCall said. Yeah. That's the 411 this hour. That is new Sean Mendez in my blood on VFX 94.5-98.3. That song to me is going to be in a, I'm not going to call it a rom-com, but it's going to be in a movie where yeah. the uh, protagonist has to like, it's, it's, it's going to be a montage scene where the protagonist is sprinting trying to figure things out. Like uh, a person gets on a flight and flies away forever. That, that I could definitely see it in that situation. What's that movie Maddie told you to see about the kid? Um, in high school, struggling with his the fact that he's 
Not straight. Love, Simon. That one. Mm-hmm. I could totally see it in that movie. Yeah. I couldn't think of what it was called. Maybe it is in that one. Do we know? I don't know. I'm guessing. So if it is, just know that I did not know ahead of time. Um, that is new Sean Mendez. Songs. It's called In My Blood on VFX. Could totally see it in that movie. So I don't know why she's looking that up. Heads up. It's not in that one. Okay. I could totally see it fitting in there. I haven't seen the movie yet, but I don't know why that made me think of our mentalist, Scott Andrews. But so he was amazing. And if it was your first time seeing him, I hope you see him again because he's awesome. Because we've, McCall and I've seen him. He's so good. Every single time. I don't know how he does it. And so sit next to my girlfriend, Ashley, and she's seen him before too. And, and so she's, we're watching the tricks he's doing and, and all the cool stuff. And she leans over to me and it's like the fourth time she said it. So I decided to get snarky about it. She's like, I don't know how he does it. I go, it's easy. He's a demon. She goes, no, demons are nice. I was like, he's a clever demon. What do you want me to tell you? He's a demon. He's really good. Honestly, there was one part that we had our friend Chelsea that we met over this last weekend, her and her husband were just blown away because it was crazy. Chelsea, if you're listening, we'd like like to talk to you. Call us. Because it was incredible. So good. He's not a demon. No, he's a good good person. It was just me being snarky about it because it was like the fourth time she'd leaned over and be like, I don't get how he does it. It's magic. Stop ruining the moment. So, passwords. Apparently, Facebook had a data leak. They're apologizing. Like, 50 million users' data has been compromised. Yay! It's like the fourth time that's happened to a major something company over, like, the last two years. But anyway, a list was put together of exactly how much your passwords are worth on the dark web. And maybe maybe it's a little bit ego, but I honestly thought my passwords would have been worth a little bit more, McCall. Gmail password? One buck. Dollar. Yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense because it's like it's not a high priority type email. You know, it's not like a government email address. It's no, not that's fair because I'm pretty sure the government doesn't use Gmail. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. Obviously, I've never worked for the government. But it, it, here's one for you, because obviously Facebook's at the root of this issue. And granted, Facebook to you and I, because of our jobs, is a little bit more important than maybe the average person. But how much would you guess? Would you guess your Facebook password is worth? Ooh, how many users are on Facebook right now? Let me see. Okay. Google. I'll let you, we'll, we'll give her, the, we'll let her have that one stat. She'll look up how many users are on Facebook. Right now, well, as of the fourth quarter of 2017, Facebook, fun fact, 2.2 billion monthly active users. That's crazy. That's just the active ones. Those are not the ones that did not, okay, that are so, not active. So I'm going to go with probably 50 cents. Oh, wow. You aim, no, five, $5.20. Oh, really? Five bucks. Why is Facebook more valuable than, well, most of the... Lights just flickered. Oh my gosh. This is just taking me it's back to when we talked about a, conspiracy theories. You're talking about theories. a demon. How dare you? No, that wasn't it. <laughs> um, I would say that it's maybe because, maybe it's because of how many people you are associated with. Well, I would think just because of personal information. So we're going to talk about passwords this hour. Right. And as if you saw Scott Scott Andrews, he talked about what he's one of his opening tricks is about a pin number. It was about the pin number. Yeah. And FYI, we didn't learn anything from him, so it's not like we're trying to steal people's passwords. No. No. But as he, oh, he talked about it's usually a special date, uh, maybe a, a maiden name. So Facebook would 
probably not get you to other passwords. It wouldn't give you other passwords, but it would get you going towards other passwords, probably. So that's probably why Facebook's a little bit more expensive than than an email address. Here, here's here's a few of them. Uber seven bucks, which okay. Grubhub nine bucks. Food more important than a ride, and Facebook apparently. Okay. PayPal. This one makes total sense. Two hundred forty-seven dollars. Yeah, that's fair. PayPal's just, one that a lot of people hack too, obviously because it's more expensive. I'm cheaper. Just, I'm sure cheaper on that, but yeah. Costco password five dollars. Oh, I'm just honestly surprised that Gmail. I get it. Gmail. It's whatever, basic email. Facebook, I thought, would have been worth a little bit more. Yeah. A little bit more. We're getting passwords because, of course, McCall, if you listen, McCall mentions her experience at baking, so I'm sure she'll give us some tips or some of the advice that she's run into working in a bank. But when it comes to passwords, and again, we're not asking for your passwords, Do you are you very meticulous with the rotating and changing, or do you have like... One or two or a handful that you rotate through. Text the 68255. Start your text with VFX. Comment on Facebook, Utah's VFX. When it comes to passwords, a bunch of them, handful that you rotate. How do you do it? Say AJ McCall at VFX. All right, ex-banker McCall. What? What do you got for us when it comes to passwords? Because like, I know you've talked about it. Say AJ McCall at VFX. You had to change your passwords all the time, which makes sense. Dealing right, because you never want people information. to. Mm-hmm. I get it, but now, now removed from the bank, no longer a banker, now an on-air personality, a full-time on-air personality. Do you I, still have a bunch of yes. per- passwords? Oh, yeah. That's the problem is that once you get to a point where you're creating passwords all the time, and I don't remember how often it was—six weeks, twelve weeks, <sighs> four weeks—I I don't remember, but it was every. So often you would have to change your password on every platform that you used, which sucked. So that being said, I still kind of do it, but I have all sorts of different passwords for everything. Financial information is all different. All of my social media accounts. I think my social media accounts are kind of all similar. Right. I think Facebook and Instagram are like the same one, mostly because it links to my Facebook page. So, when it, here, I think here's the, the question then. When it comes to all your different passwords, are they things you come up with on the spot? Or are they still a collection of... It, it's kind of a collection of... I guess personal some stuff? Of the, well, it's kind of a collection of the like banking thing because there were certain expectations that you had to set like you had to use this symbol and you had to use a capital letter and you had to use a at least this and it couldn't be this many in a row and it couldn't you know there was so many different contingencies when it came to your passwords and so I feel like I used that a lot and it had to be a certain amount you had to have precisely this amount of letters and this like this amount of characters I guess is the word how do you keep track of them then Cause like my it dad, changes. So it changes on all of your different platforms, but it's all the same one on all of the different platforms, but it changes every X amount of months or weeks or whatever. My, my dad, I, I don't know why, because I don't think he always used to be. My dad does that. Every so often he goes through him and I think he keeps track of his, my stepmom's passwords too. He goes through every so often, 
changes all their passwords. He has like a I little mean, notebook. He keeps track of them, and I, I was like, "That." I mean, I well, don't keep them. Well, I don't keep them on a notebook. I kind of figure that if anybody wants my information, you're gonna get it anyway. Well, the funny thing is, so my brother's kind of cynical, especially when my dad does stuff like that, and he tells me, he "Goes, he goes, if you're still picking personal stuff, people are gonna figure out your password." I mean, the only password people are going to figure out is if you just mash your hand on the keyboard, then nobody's going to guess that. Right. But if you're still picking personal information, doesn't matter if you change it every day, someone's going to figure it out. I mean, yeah, to a point, depending I, on if you mix characters in the middle, if you use characters right. on the outside or whatever. If you start your your password with a hashtag, you know what I mean? <sighs> like if you do all sorts of different things along those lines... I just picture my dad saying hashtag now. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Uh, it's annoying as someone we share uh, dif- different accounts. It's really annoying because then I have to follow up. And be, okay, what's what is the password? Like, can I get this emailed to me? Do I have to burn this? Please, why? Why? I just love this topic because the gif I found from the second hangover. It used to be baloney, but they make you add numbers, so it's baloney one now. I love that that scene. It's so funny. Uh, I no, I have a collection of like four. I think. Four passwords that I use. So they haven't failed me yet. So now that we're talking about this, I really want to go change my password. I was going to ask you that. I was thinking about it. We've I seen need to. Scott Andrews twice now. Right. And I was thinking, because we start off talking about, we first of all, again, you, you don't have to tell us, we're not, not asking for your password, just asking for if you're like McCall and you have a bunch that you rotate, like you're very meticulous with keeping it kind of spaced out or... Me, I have like two or three to rotate through for pretty much everything. Which which person are you? We're not, also didn't pick up anything from Scott Andrews, so we're not going to steal your passwords. But I was thinking about this. So his opening bit, he does the pin number thing. He has the dice and he has, guesses the number that and people it's crazy because he's so good at it. Do you remember the, when we saw him at the Christmas party? <laughs> A co-worker who oh shall remain gosh. nameless. Will he? Because the opening question is, who is, I think it's, a, who is someone that has a four-digit pin number? Which should basically be everyone. And if you don't remember, we did a whole topic on this because the first guy he hit didn't have a PIN number. No. Murdoch didn't have one. No, didn't have a debit card. Mm-mm. Which was weird. Well, it's super weird. But he asked that question this time around because I think when he came to us last time, nobody had, they didn't have one. And it was like, really? Do you live in 2017? Because it was 2017 at the <laughs> he time. Might have, he might have changed it because of our Christmas party. It's a fair point. Yeah. That's a fair point. Yeah. But anyway, so he hits a second guy who, for whatever reason, is paranoid all the time. And he was like, I do, but you know what? I, I'm not comfortable playing this. And then he got, so he at our no, Christmas party, he, was, he had to do the third person. Yeah. Well, what ended up happening is he ended up getting it. And the one guy was like, well, if you already know it, why don't you just say it? Why don't also, you just tell him? But he like, like freaked you're out, sassy butt. and then passed it again, and then kind of just left. He just didn't want to be left. part of the yeah. He was out. Thing. He was out. Oh, he was nervous, gosh. paranoid that people were going to find his information. So, yeah, we've already dealt with the paranoia when it comes to this. But when it comes to your password, when it comes to your password, are you like McCall and you've got a bunch? Do very good job trying to keep things separate. Keep uh, I don't know someone from not getting them, or are you like me, where I have like I think four. That rotate through for pretty much everything. Comment on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. You can text as well, 68255. Start your text with VFX. Passwords, how does you do them? You have a bunch, just a few. It's AJ McCall at VFX. Now, before I get to a couple of these comments, I actually have a question for you, McCall. What? So, we've now seen Mentalist Scott Andrews twice. Right. 
and I didn't pick up how he does anything. I don't know if you did, but I I think I remember you quote saying, and correct me if I'm wrong, that would puncture a hole in my question, that you said working in a bank, you learned how to read people a little bit. Yeah. Do you think, based on that, no, you could I know where halfway you're going with decently this. get yourself to a password guess? No, Mm-mm. no. Okay. I can guess. I can guess what, maybe what the password is, because most of the time people base it off of personal whatever. If I had enough time to talk with the person, I could guess what the password was. If it was based on a significant other, a dog, or a or a place that you lived at one point in time, or something along those lines. But that's pretty easy. I mean, I think, I think for the most part, if it were something along those lines, that's pretty general. People normally with passwords, I think it's like 70 or 80% of people base it off of a significant other, a kid, a pet, where you lived, your original street address, a college that you love. Um, what else do people base it off of? Colors, favorite colors, just just kind of you know, it's funny things so, along those lines. I have I thought about this. I think I have a collection of four four passwords right. I use. Right. Out of all the things you listed, only one of them described one of my passwords. A hobby, uh, something that you were associated yeah, with in the past. Too. So I mean, you get something something along those lines. Birthdays or other ones that people will use. Pretty generic, about 80% of people with passwords, again, like 95% of statistics are made up on the spot, right? But like 80% or something along those lines. (laughs) 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 Sorry. Yeah, got it. Cool. (laughs) Seriously, a a vast majority (laughs) of passwords are based on those those things. (laughs) Colors, cars. If you have a favorite car, if you have a favorite vehicle, if you have something that you're passionate about, something that you like, or something that you think that you're passionate about, pretty pretty common. And I think if we had a certain period of time that you could sit together or whatever, I don't think I could guess it. I just know that that is a general rule. Here's what I'm thinking. So I've we got a couple comments I'm going to get to, but we'll have one more song. I think we'll give you that song to see if you can get in the ballpark of one of my passwords. Because we spent a bunch of time together. If anybody's going to get a read on me, it would be you. Yeah. Okay, so let me get to the comments, and we'll see if McCall can get anywhere close. Just out of, just out of pure curiosity. So, a couple comments. Daniel says, Daniel just laughed at her gift, said adding numbers or capitals or special characters is always a good thing. Yeah. Do you have a particular special character you like to use? I'm not going to ask number, because numbers, you just went over. Definitely um, numbers. There are a couple that... You are allowed. Yeah, that 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 does depend on which ones they'll give you. That you well, there are a couple like with rate with uh, not radio, sorry, with <laughs> banking stuff that you right. like had to use. There were a couple of them that had to be used in a certain sequence. Like you didn't have the, it just had to be used somewhere in the password. But it was like, I think it was the at like two, three, and four. So it was like the at sign, the hashtag. The dollar sign, maybe the exclamation point. I don't think the exclamation point, but I think those were the three, I don't remember, that you had to use. 
So, so I use them still. Travis texted. He says he has one for everything. It's the same structure, but sometimes different symbols of different numbers. But he uses a password about 10 times a day between work and personal stuff. And it's it's the same one. Yeah. Just different variations of the same password. Amanda has four. She cycles through. It's where I'm at. Monty says she's different ones. But here's one for you. So the gif is of, I think it's Ken Jong. I think it's his name from The Hangover. The uh-huh. bad guy. Uh-huh. Says, man, AJ sure looks like that guy. Yes? No? Maybe? Kim Jong? Maybe. A little bit? Maybe. I could see it. Okay. I'm kind of... Sure. Okay. So here's what we're going to do. When it comes to your passwords, are you like McCall? McCall's very... Rotates through hers. So she's got a bunch. Keeps hers separate even based on what they're used for, whether it's personal, social media, all that. Or like me, I have like four, row two, three for everything. How does it? How are you when it comes to your passwords? And we're going to give McCall this entire song to see if she can ballpark one of mine. We'll see what happens. <laughs> the last thing McCall said before the song ended was numbers. Yes, all of my passwords do have numbers well, in them. Well, that's good because that would be <laughs> that numbers? would be good. You got numbers. it. Oh, so, my gosh. McCall, the, AJ and McCall VFX. So talk about passwords. Facebook's had this data breach and uh, a list was put together exactly on the dark web how much approximately how much your passwords are worth to someone who wants to buy them. For instance, Facebook is like five twenty on average, $5.20, a dollar for your Gmail password. So with McCall having done a lot of work with passwords in regards to her banking now, experience. Now, let me, let me rephrase here because I don't have anything to do with other people's passwords. No, no, no. I have nothing to do with their She's passwords. She's an international hacker. <laughs> Surprise. Spoiler. No, just kidding. Um, and then with how much time we spent together, see if she could guess... Not so much my password, but narrowed down. And I yeah, because just of, generic. Out of my four passwords, I think you got most of one of them. I don't know if you could get. So all my passwords have numbers, and the numbers are all different. Right. I think you could get maybe one of them, and she at least put herself in the ballpark for the second one. So, generically speaking, when it comes to passwords, pretty common with um. Like names of significant others or kids or pet names. Those are pretty common. Nicknames are pretty common also, like a nickname that you've been called in the past. People will also use things like sports teams that they really like or uh, hobbies. Hobbies is pretty common. Towns then, that you've lived in in the past. Yeah, don't forget. And also then for another numbers, one. Because now numbers is a big numbers. part. Numbers. Sports numbers. Birth dates. Yeah. Birth dates is a pretty common one. Old address numbers. Mm-hmm. Anniver- you know, dates, yeah. Anniversaries. Dates general, just dates but. in general. Yeah. Some of the most common passwords are like let me in one, two, three, password, one, yeah, two, right. three, things like that. Password. Password. Why <laughs> not that lame? Or so, I had a friend who did in incorrect, so uh, that yeah, when okay. it popped up, it said uh, password is it. incorrect, and then you knew got what it, it was. Got it, got it, uh, got a text message here. I have a grouping of four words that I rotate through. Each time I use them, I change where, oh, excuse me, what what the numbers and symbols are, but I don't change them often, and everything is the exact same on same one now. I think so. That's I think that's the same as me. Also, someone texted said it. Someone else texted in just now and said, "OMG, McCall, how do you know what my password is?" You're welcome. See, she's good. It's because I'm good. a mind I think, reader. Just I kidding. Think Scott I have no Andrews idea. Could take you under his wing. 
I I have no idea. I have I am very good at like reading people. Oh, I think that you could figure out at least a little bit of his act. I think I could, but I'm very good at reading people. I can read body language really well. I think it would be very intriguing. Did you ever watch the TV show Lie to Me? No, I don't think so. It's really good. Basically, a guy sits down and just has like one-on-one conversations with people and he can tell if they're lying just by body language and it kind of gives a breakdown of how like you look to the left or whatever. It means you're lying if you're having a conversation with someone and it's just very interesting. It just dives into body language. I watched that a lot growing up. Actually, just as a fun fact. I just want to give everyone a heads up. Be careful. McCall's oh my the, gosh. The super talkative one of the two of us. She's learning your passwords. That's all I'm saying. I'm not all learning I'm passwords. I'm just learning if you're if I make you mad or not. It's all I'm saying. I read customer service voice as well, too. Keeps. Turn on that customer service voice and I'm out. <laughs> Obviously, you don't want to talk to me. I get it. Okay, bye. Keep, keep sharing your favorite VFX memories on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. We'll be using those for a very special version of uh, AJ and McCall Drop the Mic later this afternoon. That's went up last hour, again, on Facebook, Utah's VFX. So, McCall, if I was to tell you that the debate date is going to involve food... <sighs> Would I be surprised? How the answer shocked is no. would you be? Not. I would be not surprised. <laughs> so, if you remember last week, I just want to recap because we're on a similar topic this week. Last week, we uh, covered the sweet pickle slushie, which is coming to Sonic, and the ketchup cake with mustard icing. This is disgusting. Right. Both gross. Now, today's not as disgusting. <sighs> However, I think not as necessary. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. They've invented sliced ketchup. Which You're is it correctly. ridiculous. Sliced, sliced ketchup. ketchup. So you never have to be a commoner again or whatever. Don't put your, don't put your ketchup on like a caveman. <laughs> Get this sliced ketchup and put it directly on top. Every bite has the ketchup-y whatever. Don't, or just, I don't get it. The thing that's ridiculous about this, did you see how much it costs? I did not it's see the price It's a Kickstarter yet. program thing. Right. 10 bucks for an eight pack. That's two Facebook passwords. $10. I Isn't that crazy? Look, I, I I'll admit. I have I am definitely one of those people who more often than not probably will spill something when I eat. It's a nice thing about Weenie Wednesday, it's outside, so you just stand really far away and just let it drip on the ground. Right. But come on. Slice ketchup? Really? Really? Yeah. So we're we're gonna debate the merits of slice ketchup. Like, what do you actually need it? Like, and I, we we have plenty of parents, right, that are, are listening. Parents, what do you think? Yes. Is it a necessity? Do you think good invention kids could use this or too far? So we're gonna debate the merits of that. There's also a pretty cool list that was put together of uh, most influential foods, which we'll get into because if there's one thing I think McCall and I cover fairly well, food, it's food, always. So food. we'll get into food, but slice ketchup. Like a slice of cheese, just as McCall put it, so you have to put your ketchup on like a commoner anymore. Love that, by the way. Thank you. You, you I think you basically sloganed them for you. They should contact you. I did. You. They should. Let's Would be friends use- and let me get a piece of your uh, sliced ketchup. Just kidding. I just want like a slice of your dollars that you're making. Ha. <laughs> Too much. Too much. It's not too much. Would- sliced ketchup is too much, please. It, it is. Would you use... Slice ketchup. Is it a good idea? 
That's the debate at 868255. No. The number of text. Start your text with VFX. Remember, also, you're listening for that super special word. Mm. You haven't found out what it is yet. Again, it's in our thank you video we did after our show Saturday night. So you can go back and check because that cue to call could be coming this hour. Well, and what are you winning with it? One night stay in anniversary in. That's right. So One night stay in anniversary in. It's our very last birthday, birthday prize giveaway. For you. And we gave away a lot of prizes Saturday night. It in was case so you didn't much it, fun. Case we're sad that you weren't there. But you missed yep. out. It was awesome. Yep. Slice ketchup. Would you use it? That's the debate. Eight. Good idea. Too far. 68255. Then I would text. Start your text with VFX. Of course, comment on all social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. One word. Utah's VFX. So, Kesha has been seen out for the first time since her ACL surgery. She is... She was boarding... She a has plane? had such a rough. I know it's been the years, roughest couple years. of years. Oh, more than that, I'd have to say probably the last six, seven years since she kind of got started with music. Since Doctor Luke is a horrible person. I mean, yes. I just yeah okay sure six years yes what McCall said because she couldn't make any music because of her contract and all of that stuff and now she gets to make music and tears her ACL. And then she has to go get surgery, and she gets surgery, goes to LAX. And I'm shocked at this because she's wearing, like, high-heeled, big, long boots that are really, really stinking cute. But that being said, she just had her ACL operated on. You've got the scar and everything. She did months and months of physical therapy to wear high heels. She... I don't know when she had surgery, but she fell in February, in the middle of February. So, tops, if she had surgery that next week or whatever, it's been five weeks, four weeks, something along those lines. Uh, You can still walk, I think, on an eight. I don't know. I, I, had I, f- I don't my, wear heels, so don't, I don't take my opinion. My friends it. in high school that tore their ACL were on crutches for like ever. Ever afterwards. Well, it's like a massive yeah. recovery. In fairness, eh, I don't know. As you say, your friends were probably athletes. But as I say, Kesha uh, probably has access to some, some really good all the things. Right. But that, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't wear heels. I just know what I know from sports. And so I'm going to just say, sure. It's miraculous. I'll just give her miraculous. It's I'll just crazy. It's crazy. So G Easy and Halsey went and performed at a nightclub. They and obviously ended up doing him and I because that's what they do. Because that's what they do. Couldn't keep their hands off of each other. Seriously, they're Can't so keep cute. Their hands to themselves. No, Selena Gomez. No, but honestly, they are so cute together. So cute. And speaking of Selena Gomez, the first time that Justin Bieber's really been seen out in public without Selena Gomez. I mean, since his. Patrick Schwarzenegger stunt where he wore ripped track pants. I still can't get over that. Since when can you wear ripped track pants literally anywhere? Anyway, he ended up going on a hike, obviously not wearing a shirt because he's Justin Bieber and whatnot. I don't get it. That's the 411 this hour. That's Haley Kiyoko on VFX, which is one of McCall's new favorite artists. I am in love with Haley Kiyoko. Seriously, love her. Love her. I've been like binge listening to all of her music. So as it says on Twitter, her going on tour with Panic at the Disco is combining one of McCall's all-time favorite groups with one of McCall's new favorite artists. Yep. What if they sing together, McCall? What if they do a song together? What if, oh. 
I have to buy my tickets. They're going to go on sale on the 30th and I have to have to have them. Have to have them, as mm-hmm, she says. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that being said, so the debate date is sliced ketchup. What? I didn't know it existed. Neither did I. It doesn't yet. Neither did I. They're world. in the process of making it because they need a Kickstarter. So it's $10 for a stupid pack of eight. This is one of those things where I feel like we've gone too far. Because I, I don't know. was So we did get a comment. Jake commented and said that he doesn't like soggy bread. So he very much consider using sliced ketchup. Which I guess. Um, we got a text. 68255. Text, start your text with VFX. Include your name. It says, sliced ketchup sounds disgusting. Also, with it being processed, I wouldn't feed it to my kids. That's fair. What I don't know what they would what it would be processed with. You know what I mean? Just yeah. to be able to make it stick, that'd be crazy. It just just one of those things. I, I think it's an over like again in our video that we posted on on all of our social media, which you can also comment on for the debate at eight. Utah's VFX. McCall and I established not the cleanliest of eaters. Spills do happen all the time. That being said. Still, sliced, it's, it's too far. And this is, I, I don't know if this sounds weird. It sounds weird in my head, but I'm going to say it anyway. I don't, there's something about pouring out the ketchup and mustard. I don't know. I like it. I like doing it. It's like a... Sliced is boring. Yeah, I just feel like... I don't Maybe like, so with sliced cheese, you put it on, we'll, we'll say burger, for instance. You put it on the burger, it melts, right? And then the liquidiness of ketchup. So you can blend all the flavors. I feel like if you chewed on sliced ketchup, which I guess it could melt. I don't know if it would. But isn't that putting you right back sort of in a similar situation? But I feel like the the taste and texture would stand out, maybe. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. Call back me up here. This is ridiculous. Yeah, I think it's a little ridiculous. Would you use sliced ketchup? It's an invention being... Worked on. It's uh go was it GoFundMe? What was the what was the thing, McCall? It was a Kickstarter. That was Kickstarter. It. That one. I got it backwards. Kickstarter. I don't know. Parents. Would you like to have the option come, I don't know, Winnie Wednesday, which we will be doing again this year. Instead of having ketchup to have sliced ketchup. Less of a mess. Would you like that? Maybe on a burger, of course, as well. I just, I just think it sounds gross. Speaking Me of Winnie too. Wednesday, another we're talking about food this hour. So sliced ketchup, please continue to weigh in on that. Would you use it? Six eight two five five. The number to text. Start your text with VFX. A list was put together of some of the most influential food inventions. A hundred and one dishes that changed cuisine. And the hot dog is number one. Actually, hot dog and then the Coney Island hot dog are one and two. But be thinking about. Maybe a dish that you really, really love. Something maybe maybe slightly unusual as well. Let's let's do unusual because it, it's not fun unless we make it weird. A slightly unusual dish that stands out to you. You think it made your uh, made the list of influential cuisine. We'll go through some of these. See if you agree that they're substantial. Yeah. If they mean anything, or if they're just eh, that, that, that's not that great. We'll get in that. We're talking food. Also be listening. Remember that super special word, chance to win a one-night stay to Anniversary Inn. Mm-hmm. That could be happening this hour. 435-787-0945 is the number you got to call when you hear the cue to call. 
The debated eight on VFX with AJ McCall. So slice ketchup is where we're starting. That was our launching off point for this morning because apparently it's a Kickstarter and a, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's beyond McCall levels of extra that we needed it. I don't think like if, if spilling ketchup on yourself is your biggest issue, count yourself lucky. Yeah. Uh, listen on our Facebook page to the to the question: Would you try sliced ketchup only with sliced mustard and sliced pickle? Just kidding. I'll try something new. Shauna says it sounds looks disgusting. We use ketchup more as a dipping sauce than anything. See, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm weird, but when I think of a burger or a hot dog, like we're getting ready for Weenie Wednesday, of course, right? Coming up in May, we'll be here yep. before you know it. Yep. Putting the ketchup on, sp- squirting it on. It's something about it that's just soothing or pleasing. I don't know. That sounds weird. It still sounds weird to I me, but I think a, it I makes think, sense. I think it's just a mindless action. I think it just makes sense. And so since it's just something that, you, that you're that you mindless about. Mindless. You know what I mean? It's just like when you play those games that are just mindless too. You I just love them. I do too. You just like them because you don't have to think. It's just something you don't have to think about. You just grab it and squirt it on there and it's done. You know? I think sliced ketchup is ridiculous. I do too. It's too much. So still talking about food. Continue weighing on the debate today. List was put together. Thrills.com put together a list of the 101 dishes that apparently that changed America. So their cuisine that was invented that changed, for whatever reason, cuisine going forward. So, for instance, uh, the first one on the list is a hot dog in 1916. And then there's uh, the Reuben sandwich, 1920. There's the cheesesteak, 1930. Some of these make a lot of sense. Nachos, fried chicken. Delicious, right? And just for instance, what the, the reasoning is. So for hot dog, it says the reason why it's important, uh, they took something that was popular, they made it better and cheaper than the competition, created a scalable business model in the process. Think of how popular hot dogs are today. Heck, again, we do Weenie Wednesday. We do all summer long. Right. So having said that, I scrolled through to look at a couple of these that quote unquote Changed cuisine. And the first one that caught my eyes, I skimmed through these and see what your take is on this, McCall. See if you're with me. Number 45, no, excuse me, 46 on the list. Salmon pizza. 1982, Wolfgang Puck opened a restaurant on the Sunset Strip, served spa cuisine. And salmon pizza apparently made the list of 101 cuisines that changed America. I've never heard of salmon pizza. Let me put it, so I didn't either. Let me put it a step further. Apparently, according to this, it is the official dish of the Oscars. According to this. Uh, right? Right? So here, let me Obviously, give, I've never been to a fancy right, party, so maybe I just am not well aware of this because, you know, I am not fancy enough, but I just don't get it. I don't get it. Salmon I'm with pizza. So here's, here's quote, because I'm, I'm glad McCall had it because that's the exact take I had. Here's the reason why I said it's important. They said, if you like toppings on your pizza besides the standard pepperoni and vegetables, you have to Wolfgang Puck to thank. Salmon, salmon pizza, which was the official dish of the Oscars, helped usher in a new era of stunt pizzas where people started to become more adventurous with their pies. Which I could sort of get behind, but I still feel like pizza is worse than sliced ketchup. Salmon pizza, excuse me. Granted, maybe he's correct, but 51, so five down the list, barbecue chicken pizza, which is delicious. Oh, so good. I love barbecue chicken pizza or chicken bacon ranch. Where's that? Is that on the list? Chicken bacon uh, ranch pizza should be on that list. Deep dish was number, I think, 43. No, deep dish was earlier than that. Deep dish is on it. 
I'm scrolling still. What do you think the most recent one to make the list is here, McCall? The most recent food, according to this, that changed Doritos cuisine. Locos Tacos. That is actually on the list, but it's not the most recent. Oh. 101, because it's 101. Rainbow Bagel. I haven't had a Rainbow Bagel. I did not know that existed until today. The reason why? It, uh, stunt food glit- glitterari. Okay. It virtually climbed into unpre- unprecedented levels, instantaneous, become the model of stunt dishes that's perfect Instagram fodder. From freak shakes to unicorn food. Name another breakfast food that was blogged about on particularly every website. Okay, so it says it was on every late... I don't... Have you... You follow because you do the 401 closer than I do. I've never heard of a rainbow bagel before. Nope. Apparently, I'm not up to date. Uh, mm-hmm. But just Doritos Locos Taco, number 97. Number 97. That's crazy. It's because they're delicious. They are good. No no argument. Taco Trek happens every year. Totally worth it. <laughs> I'll share this list because it's interesting. See what you think. Some of these I don't agree with. We'll go through it some more because it's fun. But the debate date spawned off of sliced ketchup. We got a really good text that came in <laughs> that we'll get to after uh, Imagine Dragons in uh, about seven minutes. But would you use sliced ketchup? Also on our Facebook page, check out the list of the 101 cuisines that changed America. See what you think. It's interesting. It's definitely good. It's food for thought, if I may. Ketchup. Sliced ketchup. Gross. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just is. No reason to apologize. I'm in complete agreement. Nasty. Would you use it? That was the opening question for the debate date on VFX. Now, the text I wanted to share that I said was really good that we get to. Aubrey texted us and said, Sliced ketchup just sounds dumb. If you're worried about spills, just invest in the no-spill squirt bottle. And I have to combine that with our good buddy John Olson's comment who says, don't we already have sliced ketchup? It's called a tomato. Ooh, clever. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> no, you got to put sugar on the tomato first. Remember, Ugh. that's like the whole point of ketchup because ketchup is just tomato-y, sugary tomato. The only, here's, so here's the thing. The only thing I will give sliced ketchup that I can think of for what it has is, is convenience. So like if you were to pack a cooler, now nah, seeing a cooler, you could still carry the ketchup. Right. It, it'd be easier, I guess, just, to carry sliced ketchup than bottled ketchup or whatever. I mean, I guess you get packed. Like, I was going to say, I, you've, got packets, you've got packets of ketchup. I it's agree. not that much more difficult. I, I mean, I'm with you. I'm, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I, I'm not even going to give it convenience no. anymore because if you go out to eat at a fast food place and you ask for uh, packets of ketchup, you're going to get 75 of those. All of them. Well, let me, let me, let me take it from a, from a, uh, nature standpoint, I guess you could say. Hit me. Just prepare yourself. Oh, I'm ready. First of all, ketchup's not natural in the first place. But Fair. But when it comes to like the sliced cheese and stuff like that, you've got that nasty film packaging that goes around it. You're gonna have that nasty film packaging around this ketchup. There will be something. Which is just gonna be some sort of another just gotta go back into the landfill, get it all disposed of. Yeah, the I, the I, money to I be able to dispose of these and... kinds of plastics. I just, I just don't get it. Yeah, I'm with you. Not, I was gonna give it convenience, and then I was they're like, not necessarily nope. reusable either. You know, like with ketchup yeah. bottles, like ketchup bottles that you could squeeze, you can sort of reuse those ketchup bottles See? and use them for more things. But with the plastic packaging that I'm sure is going to be around it, what can you use it for? You know what I mean? It cannot be reused for some form of. Yeah. 
something. The only thing I could give sliced ketchup, I'm not giving it convenience. I think the only thing you can give it right now is mess, I guess. Yeah. Other than that, ugh, it's a Kickstarter right now. Let's hope it, it just, we don't need it. We really don't need it. No. So the other thing we got to is we talk about food. So sliced ketchup, would you use it? A lot of no's. I think Jake thus far is the only one that said, well, we've had a couple people said they'd try it, but other than that, uh, Jake said he doesn't like soggy bread, so he'd be down for it. I, yeah, okay, I can see that. We got it to, Thrillist put together a list of the 101 foods that changed America. So eight on this is lobster roll, which I've never had, but it looks delicious in the picture. Oh, yeah, they're they're delicious. I had one actually when we were in Atlanta for the first time. How was it? I just said it was delicious. Well, maybe that one wasn't delicious. Uh, regardless, it made me think of another ridiculous food story that we, we've stumbled across. Now, speaking of Atlanta, McCall, uh, chicken and waffles, I think, is a, it, more of a southern thing. I think it's other places, but it's more of a southern thing. Yeah. Real quick, have you ever had chicken and waffles? I have not. It's one of Dustin's absolute favorites, though. It's delicious. Side note, I don't know if you saw this or not, speaking of chicken and waffles... That's Did, where I was going with this. Oh, good, good. Well, I'm glad because I was like, <laughs> this, ahead, no, this just happened. Uh, Red Lobster is bringing out a brand new thing to step up, class up, I guess, chicken and waffles. I don't know what you would classify yeah, it if as. You said sliced ketchup is using ketchup not like a Neanderthal. Yeah, we'll just class it up, lobster I guess. Lobster and waffles is... Lobster and waffles is over the top is what it is. So here's... here. I'm torn. Maybe you can help me because you... I, I love chicken and waffles. And the reason why I think it works... And I'm sure you could maybe speak for Dustin. Fried chicken and maple syrup is delicious together. Yeah, the flavors work. It, it's good. So they're they're deep frying this lobster, is what they're doing with it. So they're deep frying the lobster, and then they're going to use their like same what is it Bisquick like cheesy whatever, whatever waffle mix. Here's the thing. So that's why I think chicken and waffles works because maple syrup and fried chicken delicious. Yeah. Now obviously lobster. And melted butter goes together. Right. So you can at, you can at least see where the it's not totally insane that you put it with waffles. But if you were to do I don't know, syrup and lobster, I'm not saying it's terrible. Just eh, because I think normally with lobster you pick something a little bit more punchy flavor wise. Yeah, more like a hollandaise sauce or yeah, like, like a, a cocktail, whatever it may be, whatever it may something with a punch. So lemon, terrible, no, good, eh. curious. I don't know. Would you? You haven't had. You, you said you haven't had chicken and waffles. Would you rather have chicken and waffles? Would you rather have lobster and waffles? I'll seafood and. Eh. Eh. I don't. Know, I'd rather chicken. Chicken and waffles, good. Lobster and waffles, not sure. Mm. McCall, help me out here. Where, where are you falling? I think I'd probably just fall on the chicken and waffles side. So I, I wouldn't have a problem so with with trying lobster and waffles because you know try try everything or whatever. I just don't think that I would necessarily enjoy it. Am I the only one getting hungry? You? Yeah. Nay. I'm always hungry. Fair. I need to eat food. Vanilla's gonna beat me up if I don't eat food. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you go oh, back to the yeah. gym, yeah. Got to do that at 11. I don't know. Lobster and waffles. I just, I don't, the other thing is, I don't, that's not the other thing, because I don't know if you go out and you're like, I'm going to have chicken for breakfast. Mm, chicken I guess you could, breakfast. but lobster and waffles seem like two different parts of the daily spectrum. Like if you were to say, I'm going to move chicken up from lunch to breakfast, yeah, okay. 
Lobster, uh, this doesn't make any sense. I know it doesn't, but lobster and breakfast don't seem to go together for me. That's like the choice that you make at two o'clock in the morning because you're mixing dinner with breakfast. Because you're lobster and waffles. Yeah, because I you had lobster, that. lobster at night, and then you're thinking I want waffles in the morning, but I kind of want both of them. It's like that three o'clock in the morning decision when I'm sure you've probably had something to drink, and you're just like, you know what would go great together? Lobster glad, and waffles. I'm glad you mentioned the the big inspiration because yes, that's the inspiration behind lobster and waffles. Because you that's were like that's the only time that you could you could mix it if you're saying you're going to move chicken up from lunch. You're, you'll just move dinner Look, I'm not saying, into breakfast. I'm not saying moving chicken up with waffles was not a bold choice. It was a bold it choice. It was a bold choice. It worked. Good it choice. It delicious. Yeah. I don't know. Lobster waffles isn't insane to me. Like, if we're talking about all the things we've covered today, I'll take lobster and waffles over sliced ketchup. Yeah. I just, I don't, I, I don't feel like I like the taste of seafood with syrup. And maybe eat waffles or something. Maybe you just don't. If you just do butter, then it'll probably work then. Yeah. I don't know if there's anybody who does that. I feel like you have to have syrup with waffles, but maybe not. Maybe not. We're getting into the realm of weird with food. I told you we we're going to get weird. It's going to happen. Oh. What, McCall? I don't like getting weird with food. I just like eating it. I just like eating food. I can't believe if Dustin loves a chicken and waffles, how have you not tried it? I just haven't. Because he gets it, but I'm just like, eh. My brother requested it, real quick story about that, uh, like four birthdays in a row before he finally got it from for his birthday dinner. Mm-hmm. Nobody wanted it. Then we had it and it was great. And then it became a normal thing, but nobody wanted to do it. So fun fact, story about chicken and waffles, actually. Uh-oh. No, you'll love this. Okay, I'm in. So Dustin, we went to a restaurant in, in Vernal. And Dustin went with some of his coworkers. They did this like engineering lunch on Fridays. And so they'd all go out and go get lunch. Well, this one time they ended up going to, it was wingers out there, okay, and, which is pretty well known for their chicken, right? Fair. Chicken waffles. They have chicken waffles there. So they order their food and they're waiting and everybody else's food comes out. And Dustin's just waiting for his food and waiting because they just said, oh, it'll just be a couple more minutes. Waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. Finally, after everybody's done with their food, the waitress comes back out and says, we are so sorry. We've broken three waffle makers to try and make this and we can't make it because the waffle makers keep breaking. Can we get you something else? So anyway, he was like, make waffles there. I don't know. So anyway, he was just like, yeah, give me a club sandwich or something, something along those lines. So he went back in the next time because it was his favorite because he would go there and go get chicken and waffles right. and it wasn't on the menu anymore because their waffle maker was broken. They couldn't get a new wow. one. Wow. So three Dustin's waffle makers. responsible for a whole bunch of people not even getting to try chicken and waffles now. I don't I don't know if necessarily many people in Vernal How ate that? chicken and waffles. How were they making waffles, That's what right? I know now. Three was different like, waffle makers. Have you ever been to a hotel, right, where they... Yes. You have the, it's one of those Belgian right, ones you that you flip, flip under. yeah. They but, did that. Someone was just yanking too hard. I, how did they? Three waffle. How? Three waffle makers. You know what I say to that? That's balderdash. That is balderdash. 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 How are they? <laughs> balderdash. Make it more obvious. How? How do you break three waffle makers in one go? Three waffle makers That's trying to make chicken chicken waffles. That's balderdash. Is that Seriously, the word? No, sliced what? ketchup. Whole whole inspiration for the start of the debate today. Would you use it? Keep commenting on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX.
AJ and McCall on VFX. So all morning long, you heard us say that you needed to go back and watch our uh, thank you Facebook live video after our birthday party to find out the super secret word. Super secret word. Was it obvious? Did we did we make it clear what it was just moments ago? Maybe. If not, we get someone on the line here and see if they know what it is. Utah's VFX is this. Jamie. Hey, Jamie. Jamie. How's it going? Good. How are you? Pretty good, actually. Jamie, real quick question. What was the reason for you giving us a call? For Balderdash. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> so congratulations, Jamie. You win a one-night stay and anniversary, and we'll get you all taken care of. Real quick, though, Jamie, while we've been talking about food, of these three, which is the one that you'd want to try most? Sliced ketchup, chicken and waffles, or lobster and waffles? Probably chicken and waffles. I can understand that. That is absolutely the right the right answer. Yeah. Congratulations, Jamie. We'll get her all taken care of. That is our last birthday present giveaway. Uh, we had a bunch of birthday presents we gave it. We're- it was so much fun. It was like it was like birthday handouts, you know, like when you go to a birthday party and you end up getting like You get a present. You get a present. Yeah. Everybody gets That's how it was. Yeah. Huge Very thanks Oprah-ish. to the people that put put up the prizes presents as well. It was awesome. Yeah, Cox, uh Cox Honeyland. Uh, big thanks to Comfort Research, to Express Employment Professionals. We'll be talking actually to Janine here in just a, just a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, big thanks to uh, Macy's. That cake was gorgeous. I actually brought some in so everybody could have some more. Basket Hub, Morty's, Utah Theater, of course, as well for having us. So many people put in a lot of work, a lot of prizes. It was awesome. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Awesome 20th birthday party. So, congratulations to Jamie again. She won the last birthday present. We've got 411, we've got new music, and we'll be getting the uh, Express Employment Professionals job report going after new Echo Smith, which is in like seven minutes. Echo Smith's in, yeah, like seven minutes. So, make sure you vote for iPod Idol. We'll get into that. Still time to decide who gets to help out the Easter Bunny this week. Say, Jane McCall. Where in the world is Justin Bieber? Sure, he's still in Hollywood. All I can think of now is Carmen Sandiego. Yeah, you're welcome. So he is hanging out in L.A. doing his Bieber-esque things. Since him and Selena Gomez broke up, he's now hiking up in the mountains, which is really where I wish I was. There's snow on the ground. I'm really disappointed, but it is what it is. I guess I'll get over it. Anyway, I'm he's- sure by... And you'll probably correct me if I'm wrong. Sometime next week, as long as we don't get more... It's going to snow again. I'm sure of it. (laughs) It's only March. Never mind. Anyway, he's hiking around. He's in his shorts. He's not wearing a shirt. So obviously it's warm enough to be doing that. Congratulations, yo. (sighs) You all right, McCall? I'll get over it eventually. Did you want to hike before you came in, or did you see these videos, or these picture videos, these pictures of Justin Bieber, and you're like, yeah, I want to do this? I've wanted to hike for the last, like, two weeks, but it's been so muddy that I couldn't get up places to go hike, and finally, I'm like, oh, yay, it's dried out a little bit, maybe I'll go. No, just kidding, here's so Great. Oh, my gosh. Bella Thorne, her boyfriend, Maud's son, has dropped $100,000 on some rings. Are they wedding rings? No. That's too good. much, Bob. Oh, that's, well, yeah. It's a it's a really good thing that they're not wedding rings, though. Why? I don't think Bella Thorne can make very good decisions right now. She's, she's dated, like, 15 people in the last, like, six months, which is great. 
if she's trying to figure out what she wants, I just don't think that she should be making any engagement decisions right now. Got it. Listen to McCall, Bella Thorne. Yeah, Bella Thorne. She's not going to listen to me. Nope. (laughs) Jokes. Jokes. Pink has canceled her concert in Detroit. She's sick with the flu. She canceled her concert in Montreal on Friday, I think it was. And she's just like, I'm sorry. I can't. I can't perform. Am I wrong? Didn't at one of the award shows, she had the flu or something because her husband said something about it, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Ugh. So she was performing... Was she sick at the Super Bowl halftime? I think she it was the Super oh, Bowl because yeah, she was sick was when it. she was yep. singing the national That's anthem at the Super Bowl. Um, but I'm sure I couldn't imagine how hard it would be to try and get better in an industry like music. It would be impossible because Fair. she's constantly on tour. She's constantly singing. You're constantly trying to better yourself, and it would just be so hard to get better. I couldn't imagine it. That's the four one one this hour. So thus far this morning, we've covered VFX's favorite memory, which you can still comment. Yeah. We'd love to know what it is. We're doing a special Drop the Mic podcast later today, and we want Mm -hmm. your memories featured in it. What is your favorite memory of VFX and its 20-year history? We've covered passwords. We've covered food. And maybe lost in the shuffle a little bit because I had to go and do stand-up comedy to open our birthday party, which... By the way, out of all the things McCall and I have done as a team, uh, definitely super anxious the first day when we went to our um, conference in Atlanta, mm-hmm. but I didn't have to speak or anything, but it was just nerve wracking to be around so many other people that did what I did and a lot of people who have been really successful doing what we do. Right. But besides that... Which I didn't, again, I didn't have to speak at. I don't know if I've done anything for VFX more nerve wracking. Like we've done Winnie Wednesday. I don't think I've done anything else more nerve wracking than that stand up comedy. I was really? so anxious. Yeah. I was anxious. Like we got, I got there, we got there at like three, between three and 3 30. A mm-hmm. bunch of us did to get ready for sound checks, get the stage set up for the evening. And like as soon as I walked to the theater up until I was done doing it. Anxiety just builded. By the way, video of that will be coming, as, as yeah, do we'll all get our it punishments. Soon. We'll Again, get it Big soon. thanks to Denise and mm-hmm. then Tyler, who, who did a lot of the filming for the whole evening. So we had like Tyler and Tyler. Tyler and Tyler. And Denise. It was TNT. Just kidding. Uh, yeah. I don't think I've done anything more nerve-wracking. Anyway, lost in that is that we're doing iPod Idol. Again, it's continuing. Another punishment is up for votes right now. The loser this week, which we you have a six minutes to vote for, still on uh, Utah's VFX on Facebook and utahsvfx.com, will be helping out the Easter Bunny this uh-huh. week. Make an appearance in costume. Maybe have some candy to give away. You'll find out later this week. But we're going to find out who has to do that. So you still have time to vote again. iPod Idol's pinned to the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. It also can be found in the AJ McCall drop-down menu at utahsvfx.com. Old punishments are there, too. Old episodes. Yep. So who was the better drums for Khalid's Young, Dumb, and Broke? That's what you get a vote on. We'll tally up the votes and find out who is this week's punishment facer. Because there's no losers in iPod Idol. Who just faces the punishment this week after Sean Mendez in about three minutes? It's AJ McCall at VFX. It's AJ McCall on VFX, so the time has come. Again, let me reset what we did for iPod Idol. So Friday, it was Khalid's Young, Dumb, and Broke was the song. 
And the stylistic choice was we had to sing as if we were the drums. Sing the drums. A lot of uh, a lot of beatboxing was featured. Friday. Mine not good, not not good beatboxing, but you know. I thought yours was pretty good. The ting, the ting, ting. threw me a little bit. Wasn't sure ting. what the ting was. So the winner of uh, iPod Idol and not making an appearance as surprise the Easter Bunny. This surprise. Week. Who won, AJ? It's me. Surprise. I think I earned a little I think I earned a little bit of karma going my way for our iPod Idol after after losing this past week. In a very tight race, the stand-up comedian punishment, which was two Fridays ago, was very tightly contested. I think McCall won by one or two votes, I think. One. Mm-hmm. So you didn't you, you did decent. You did decent. Voting wise, I mean. You, yeah. Your beatboxing was was not bad. No, it was not good. <laughs> It was anyway, not bad, but it was not good. So what's going to happen this week is McCall's going to help out the Easter Bunny. She's going to get in costume, going to hop around, hide some eggs, maybe. Prizes? Maybe. Yeah. Will there be things to search for? I guess you'll see. Because, of course, whenever one of us has to go out and get pied in the face or be in costume and roll or roll down a snow hill or whatever it may be, it will be on camera. Always. So that's going to happen. So you'll get more details as we uh, get her set up to help out the Easter Bunny. Thank you to all who watched and who voted. Hope that if you had not seen iPod Idol, hope you did enjoy the great uh, compilation that Denise and Producer Butters put together that led up to the show. That video was them. The music in the video, they did awesome. Yeah. Spent a Big lot of time on it. Yeah. A lot of time on it. Big shout out to them. They did really good work with that. Mm-hmm. They deserve a lot of credit. Yep. So VFX will have its very own Easter Bunny for, I don't know, a few hours maybe this week. It's me. Yay! Yay! Will you feel more comfortable in the role as an Easter Bunny helper or as Elmo? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like costume ones are normally me, so. It's kind of working out that way. People were asking about iPod Idol at the birthday party and... The way it's worked out is if it's a costume, for whatever reason, McCall does that one. She Usually. loses the vote. Yeah. Because again, I know, oh yeah, I'm sure that's the case. We, we don't control it. Nope. All determined by voting. And the big ones thus far have been me. I've been pied in the face by strangers. I proposed to strangers. And I perform stand-up com- comedy to strangers. Comedian. Got it. <sighs> Comedian. So thanks to everyone that voted and watched. McCall will be an Easter Bunny helper. That's iPod Idol. That wraps up this week's iPod Idol with AJ and McCall on VFX. AJ and McCall on VFX. How you feel? Do you feel birthdayed out? You're normally the birthday person. We've been planning this for months and months. Right. We had a uh, you know two and a half weeks of ticket giveaways to get people in. We had a week's worth of events leading up to it. Right. We were there early getting everything done. I don't know about you. I was... I was cashed. Yeah, I went home and I just like totally died. done after that. Birthday hangover, ready for the next one? Because let's not forget, I'm McCall always... had an actual birthday, and then our birthday party with what two two weeks apart. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of next month, I've got Dustin's birthday, and Dustin's birthday is going to be big. Also, still looking for recommendations. If you have something good for a thirtieth birthday party, please let me know. And then at the end of the month after that, very important birthday. Yeah, it's AJ's. It is mine. Yay, mine. Yay. So no hangover? You ready to plan another big shindig for Dustin? Yeah. I Seriously, I feel so 
horrible because I haven't planned anything yet because I want to have everything done. It's we're almost a month out from his birthday. Yes. A couple days out from a month out. And I'm just I don't know what to do. I have no (laughs) idea what to do for him. Maybe you'll get some inspiration. Maybe. Just uh, do the exact same thing. Rent out the Utah theater. No, I don't think so. Bring Scott Andrews back up. I don't think he'd enjoy a big birthday made around him. Yeah, he's I don't very, think so either. He's very Ooh. reserved. I'm tempted. I'm I'm about to post a picture of him on Facebook, and I'm waiting to hear the, the retort that he has for the fact that I posted a picture of him on Facebook, because hashtag Man Crush Monday. Because I'm going to get a crazy response from it. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Thank you, Siri. Did anyone say Siri? Siri picked that whole thing up. No one said Siri. It said, unfortunately, I'm not allowed to do that because I said that I was going to post a picture of Dustin on my For Man Crush Monday. Ah, apparently Dustin Strain McCall's Siri. Way to go, Dust. Weird. Seriously, though, nobody said Siri. uh, Whatever. All that's left uh, for this Monday morning is VFX's Facebook roulette. So we will spin our feeds in six and a half minutes. So you've got till then, AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, add us on Facebook. You'll be part of our feeds. Where do we land on? Like, comment, and share. Six minutes from now, it's AJ McCall at VFX. VFX's Facebook roulette. It's how we end every uh, show. Hoping to provide a laugh as we head on out. Yeah. And what happens is McCall and I will spin our Facebook feeds where we land on, like, comment, and share. And send it. Send to the VFX Facebook page. Got it. So, with that being said, let's spin. Okay. McCall, you want to go first? You want me first? You can go first. (gasps) Spin. Spin. Go. my mouse. Spin my mouse. You can keep going. I'm not done yet. Keep spinning. Okay, you can stop now. Stop. I landed on Trina Maria's post. She shared Happy's post, a visual representation of how I feel about Mondays. And it's uh, a puppy laying against a glass door with his face all squish. Aw, cute. Very much just not interested in what's happening. That's so cute. But he has a squishy face. It's funny because puppies have those, those cheeks. Okay, I'm getting too much like McCall. You get spin. Okay, I'm spinning. Spin. Stop. I landed on memes post. Oh, no. Not memes. It's a a video. Caption is, oh, Monday already. And then on the video, it's got the caption that says, when the alarm goes off. It's a little kid sitting in a cart, falling asleep. Looks like mom comes up next to him and just says, boo. Kid freaks out. Then he's like, what the heck? Yeah. And they loop it like three times. <laughs> Both landed. Okay, so which Monday post wins then? I don't know. You can win. Yay. McCall wins. Her post sits up on the VFX Facebook page. Again, you want to play along? AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, add us on Facebook. You could be part of our feeds. Then could end up on the VFX Facebook page. So always remember, if you miss AJ and McCall and you want to go back and listen you can go to utahsvfx.com. You can always find our show, our podcast at uh, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn, or Stitcher. It's at all those. Search for either Utah's VFX or AJ and McCall. Continue, please, to share your favorite memories of VFX on our Facebook page. 
We'll pin that to the top because later we're going to be doing a very special edition of Drop the Mic, and we want to feature your memories as well. Yes. And uh, until we do that for AJ and McCall. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. Thanks for listening to VFX 94.5 and 98.3.